Hey everybody, Matt Johnson here, the creator and director of New Frequency, welcoming you to another episode of our exciting podcast. Please be sure to like us on Facebook and Twitter and SoundCloud and all those great social media sites. You can find it on the contact page of our website, getnewfrequency.com. Tonight's episode is a really wonderful, dramatic Western called Canvas. Joining me to introduce it is the writer of the piece, James Napoli, here he is. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Yes. Hope you enjoy this uh, episode. Absolutely. This is a great one. So let's talk a little bit about Canvas. Give us a little bit of the summary of the story and sort of how you how you came up with the idea for it, because I know uh, it, it was based on some real his, history yeah, yeah. In, in this one. But first, I'm going to give you a little pat on the back, oh, Matt you. Johnson, because <laughs> of the forum you provided for the creative people involved in New Frequency. Oh, thank you. I just heard a quote from David Chase, creator of The Sopranos. Mm -hmm. And uh, he said the reason he loved writing that show is that he could use it to talk about whatever he wanted. <laughs> and what would come up when we were creating our new frequency shows was, hey, this topic interests me. Right, yeah. I think I'll write a script about right, it. Yeah. And so the, the fact that you provided that forum is really great. Oh, um, well, it, 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 was my, it was my pleasure. It's interesting you say that because some of the other actors have said that too. Just like the freedom that we had as artists to just be able to come up with whatever and, you know, not censor ourselves. I think that was the great thing was there was, yeah. there was no idea that, that, that either of us ever was like, yeah, I don't know about that one. It was like, great, go write that. Yeah. You know, some pieces didn't make it to air that we didn't like, that we were just like, ah, it didn't turn out the way we wanted, but it was just such a great forum. We didn't have to check with anybody. It was like, whatever we wanted to say at that time, yep. you know, and still say with our, with our pieces, we're able to put out there. So it's, 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 it's a beautiful forum. A dream platform for creativity. Yeah. That being said, so I don't know where I initially found it, but I, I guess I was probably noodling around on the internet mm -hmm. and I found out that um, in the 1800s before the invention of photography that there were people who went around and painted the farms of people who were wealthy enough to have farms. <laughs> right, right, so they right. Would, oil paintings. Oil paintings yeah. of their farmhouses, of mm -hmm. their land, of their property. It became the thing that they wanted to display, right. I guess the way that nobility in the 16 and 1700s come and paint the king's portrait. <laughs> of course. They would want a portrait of their property. Probably and, these, and, these sprawling ranch houses and stuff in the south yes, and right. midwest and, and stuff. People show the expanse of their properties. That's right. So... Uh, I thought to myself, who did this kind of thing? <laughs> right. and, and that's where this came from. The, the, the man, the itinerant guy who walks around with the, with the stretched canvas and the backpack <laughs> sure. and sets himself up outside the house and says, hey, I'm, I'm painting your farm. You want to pay me? Right. And so from there, it sort of became, well, we have to have some intrigue, don't we? And, of course. And who, you got to imagine a guy like that is not immune to uh, drawing people to him, and he's probably very charming and mm -hmm. that kind of thing. So right. that's where the idea came from. I don't know how many spoilers you want to yeah. put out there, but no. But it's a great it, it's a great drama with with, with with mystery in it. And I remember one of the things and and when we created this piece was we created it but we but we portrayed it you know audio wise very simple not you know minimal minimal sound effects very kind of quiet very kind of kind of matter of fact was that something that 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 you tried to portray in in your writing that we were able to bring to stage or was it just a happy accident yeah you know uh, you hear a lot about that in theater how the actors work with the text mm -hmm. and i think that you and the actors found that very naturally that it was meant to be a somber quiet right because you know i can almost hear the wind whistling and through the painter's ears as mm -hmm. he's 
as he's doing his creation like that. Yeah. And so, and it also adds to the the sort of uh, psychosexual stuff that's going on right with Absolutely. the characters. So yeah, and you you picked on you picked up on that very very well. Yeah, I mean to me, you know, it, it's very similar to you know like some of those Clint Eastwood you know westerns that he where not you know not his not his bombastic spaghetti westerns, but some of the ones he directed later in his life like Unforgiven, where it was just like very like low key and matter of fact, you know, and I think that's right. that's what came from your writing. It was just it was you know every scene was just a matter of fact, you know, storyline developing because that's who these people were. This was a time period when people were just very matter of fact. It was day to day life. And you know, before uh, we were recording this, we were trying to come up with cinematic. Yeah. And so Unforgiven is one that you mentioned. But I think I just came up with it. It's Days of Heaven. Have you seen oh, that? Oh yeah, film? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a really good one. Very much the kind of attitude. It's like the wind blowing through the crops right. feeling, you know, and nothing yeah. too, everything is really intense, yep. but it isn't made intense by bombastic performances yeah. or anything else. So. It, it, it's a Western, but without gunfights and bar fights and saloons and all that stuff that you've heard in some of our other new frequency Westerns, it's a completely different kind of Western that, that, that we sort of, that we sort of created here. So I'm really proud of it. Congratulations on that, on it. Oh, thank you so much, and and a little nod to our cast, right? Absolutely, of course. Jay Wonder- Underwood uh, is the is the star of this one. He's Jay really Wonderwood. Jay that, Wonderwood. That's perfect. That's Jay perfect Wonderwood. for him. He, he is a he, wonder. He is a wonder. Jay Underwood is the star of this one. He's great. Uh, Mark Daniel Kay, Joanna Rubiner, Gil Glasgow, Todd Sherry, all great, great performances in this one. Really, really, really uh, grounded themselves in the text and found some found some really nice nuances. So enjoy Canvas, everybody. Absolutely, yeah. This is a great one. Enjoy it at home. Here we go. Western for you. Canvas. New Frequency, a theater of the mind on the air. On the air. In three. It's coming. Pretty clever. In two. Overcome by a dreadful, dreadful, dreadful curiosity. In one. one. New Frequency. It's like nothing I have ever experienced. You know, in the late 1800s, it became quite a hot trend for artists to hire out their services to wealthy ranchers to paint portraits of their large estates. Now, although our next piece is fictional, if art does indeed tell the truth, then the following painter you're going to meet is going to find that the truth is very dangerous. In Canvas. Didn't hear you right up. Yeah, I should say not, but I just had to stop. It's not often someone sees a man doing what what you're doing. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, I guess you're right. Right. What are you doing exactly? That's a that's an easel, right? Well, yes, sir. I'm doing a landscape painting, a painting of this gentleman's ranch. Well, I'll be damned. You just go from place to place oh, doing... Oh, make no mistake, my friend. It's a it's a tough sell, but it's catching on. Now, a buddy of mine, he settled down now in Abilene. There's such a demand for his services. Well, you're a young man yet. You can wait a bit to settle down. Oh, and that I may have to. Well, I'll be moving on from here tonight as soon as I settle up with the owner of this ranch. <laughs> Quite a life. No horse, huh? You on foot? Oh, just... Me, my easel, paint box, and well, this here little fold-up chair. Now, I found it in the catalog. It's indispensable, I dare say. That's all you need, huh? Well, uh, nice jawing with you. Oh, yeah, you too. 
name's Alan. Alan Weaver. Oh, a pleasure there, Alan Weaver. I'm Don Perkins. Well, hiya, Don Perkins. I have to tell you, son, I admire you. I am at the knack you have for what you do. Don Perkins can't even draw a straight line. Sure wish I could, but I can't. Well, I wish you all sorts of luck now. Well, thank you, Mr. Perkins. Good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon, ma'am. My name's Alan Weaver. Um, is that man there your husband? Why, no, he, no he's not. I, I'm Tate Baxter. I'm the ranch hand. Oh, uh, well, I was hoping to speak to the owner of... Uh, well, he'll be along in a little while. Uh, well, I'd sure be obliged to you for a cup of water. Oh, certainly. You look dry as a birch. Yeah. Now, just wait a minute, Penny. Don't oh, you be... Oh, Tate. Pe- <sighs> What'd you say your name was, young man? Uh, Alan Weaver, Mr. Baxter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to ask the owner, if I may ask his name. Uh, that's my husband, Walter Anderson. Here's some water. Oh, thanks, ma'am. <sighs> well, now, as I say, I'd like to ask Mr. Anderson if he might like the distinctive pleasure of having his ranch painted. I got a few ranch hands can slap some paint on the wall, son. Now, I'm sorry, but I think you're going to have... Oh, no, I, I beg your pardon, Mr. Baxter. Now, I, I mean do a painting of his ranch. A commemorative painting. Well, no, I heard about you, man. Itinerant artists, they are. Yeah, Itinerant what? Oh, there was an article on such man in the city paper. I saw it in town while I was getting myself all dialed up last week. Apparently, people don't think a photograph does their property justice anymore. A painting... Why, a painting says to the world, my property, this ranch, is a thing for the ages. Like the Mona Lisa yeah. or the Sistine Chapel. Now, that's what a painting says. Now, whose sister and what chapel? Oh, never mind, Tate. I have a feeling our Walter might just be inclined to take this young man up on his offer. Uh, suppose, Mr... Oh, uh, Weaver, ma'am. Alan Weaver. Suppose, Alan, that we assume your services will be required and I'll fix you a little lunch as a down payment. How'd that be? <laughs> well, I would welcome the opportunity. And the food, ma'am. Oh, please, not ma'am, Alan. I'm, I'm barely older than you. Now look here, Penny, don't will you... Will you excuse us a moment, Mr. Weaver? Of course. What is the matter with you, Tate? Ain't you got enough on your plate running around with me behind the old man's back? Huh? You got to pounce on this dandy boy like a hungry mountain lion? Oh, let's be honest, Tate. I don't exactly get my pick of the men with fine features like his now, do I? Oh, you are the most Mm -hmm. enduring... Oh, there's my man back again. Come on, baby. Let's let's go upstairs. (laughs) Yeah, good afternoon, son. I don't believe I've had the pleasure. Walter, darling, this is Alan Weaver. It's an honor to meet you, sir. Uh, where's Tate, Penny? I didn't see him on the way in. I I think I saw him heading into the hayloft for a nap. <laughs> well, that rascal. Uh, sir, if I may, um, I've stopped by today to ask you if you might like your ranch immortalized in a painting. Huh? Now, your wife here has generously offered some lunch as a down payment. Well, has she now? Sweetheart, I just thought, well, it sounded like something a man of your refined sensibilities would appreciate. <laughs> you see this, Mr. Weaver, how well this woman knows me. Oh, my God, I love her like I've loved no other. You know, I struck gold with you, Penny. Oh, Walter, you know I love you. Yeah. So, how much are you charging people for these paintings of yours, Alan? Two dollars, sir. Well, I tell you what. I'll pay you two dollars. 
plus lunch, plus another $3 if you turn out the finest painting of your career for me. Give me the Sistine Chapel, young Mr. Weaver, and it's $5 for you. <laughs> well, you can call me Michelangelo, Mr. Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll be. Young Mr. Weaver, you've only just started, and I can already see how those paintbrushes of yours are capturing this ranch means to me. Well, place reveals things too, sir. Yeah. Like a person. Well, I have to say it's nice to have a lad around the property. <laughs> My first wife, well, she died. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, sir. She, uh, she was carrying my son at the time. That's terrible. It was an awful time. It was just awful. I can hardly believe the good Lord sent me Penny. You know, with luck, we'll have a son and we'll start over. Uh, sir, uh, about Penny? What, son? Uh, <laughs> well, that sure was a fine lunch that she whipped up for me. <laughs> well, I'll tell her you said so. Uh, you'll be staying the night, I suppose. Well, uh, if I can impose on you, sir. Now, I, I think I'll need another day to finish to give you what you said you wanted. Well, no imposition at all, Alan. You know I like you, son. I'm not ashamed to say it. I got a good feeling from you. So I tell you what, when the sun goes down, you come on in and sample some of Penny's fine supper for yourself, too, huh? Well, thank you, Mr. Anderson. Walter, Alan. Walter. <laughs> That's quite a talent you have. <laughs> Where is he, Penny? In the study, doing the books. And the snot nose? Oh, don't call him that. Oh, you're sweet on him. I like him, the way I wished I liked you. Now, why do you wish that? Then I wouldn't let you have this hold on me. <laughs> well, I'm awful proud to have that hold on you, Penny. Hmm. And I think it's time to get back to business, if you know what I mean. Tate, I can't go through with it. You heard him today, saying how he struck gold when he found me. I don't care how much he's worth. He ain't worth killing. You don't get it, Penny. Now, I've been thinking. Oh, Lord, help us then. Oh, funny, honey, but I mean it. Now, this little runt painter, why, it's like he was sent here to help us. I'll even let you have a go at him if you want. What? What do you mean? Well, you come on all friendly-like to the kid, and I'll make sure your husband sees it. And then when he goes into a rage, well... I had to shoot him to stop him murdering that innocent painter. Oh, it's evil, Tate. Anything worth having is, darling. Mind if I watch you work, Alan? Not at all, Mrs. Anderson. Call me Penny. Penny? I like the way that sounds out of your lips. Oh? I like your lips in general. Oh. I can think of some places those lips should be introduced to. I'm sure you can, Penny. Hey, Tate, would you mind finishing shoeing old Daisy here? Sure thing, Walter. Well, that young man will be gone today, and I'd like to watch him work one more time. Uh, uh sir. Well, what is it, Tate? It's not my place, sir, but I, I think you should know your wife may have designs on that artist fella. You're right, it's not your place, and I do not appreciate the insubordination. I have said my piece, sir, and I, I beg your pardon. Well, you have it, begrudgingly. Now, if you'll excuse me, I... Oh, dear Lord. What is it, Walt? Come here. Come here. Look over there. Look at that, Tate. I think I owe you an apology. Oh, no. Walter. Look. Look, it's Penny. My wife, she's... She's stroking Alan's hair. Her hand's on his shoulder. I, I am sorry, Walter. I, I am sorry. I'm grateful we're too far away to hear what they're saying, sir. Now, for that, I am grateful. Mm -hmm. 
You may cease your advances any time now, Miss Penny. I'm sorry. You don't impress me, ma'am. And even if you did, I have far too much respect for your husband to even begin to entertain the lascivious intentions you propose. My hand in your hair, you feel nothing? Nothing, except perhaps rage. For I know that you and Tate make a mockery of a gentle, good man, the man you had the temerity to marry. Well, you frighten me, Alan. It's Mr. Weaver, Penny. Now, now, Mr. Anderson, sir, you gotta stop looking at the two of them. You gotta stop torturing yourself, or you might... You might do something terrible. You're right, Tate. I can't bear to witness any more of this. I gotta get away. I gotta cool down. I understand, Walter. I'll do the same. I'm gonna go to town, all right? I'll be back shortly. They'll be here, sir, when you get back. Yeah, I'm aware of that, Tate. I'm aware of that. Hey, ain't that Walter Anderson? Uh, the rancher? Yeah, that's him. I've never known him to be a drinking man. Ah, uh, well, he certainly is doing some drinking now. I'll see. Where's Walter Anderson? Is he in here? What? Yeah, that's him there. Walter. Oh, Walter. Leave me alone. Walter, it's Ted. Ted Cummings. Ugh. Come on, Walter, it's me, your friend, Ted. I know who you are. You print that rag they call a newspaper around here. Right, Walter, that's right. And we just got a story that I think you should know about. Yeah, well, what should I know about, Ted? A ranch, Walter, a ranch what? not far from yours. The Double J? Huh? Whole family got slaughtered. A stranger came through. They say he was posing as an artist. What? Someone asking if they wanted a painting done at their ranch. He, he killed them all, Walter. The Double J, was it? That's right. Oh, my God, Ted. Penny! Oh, don't tell me. Look, I gotta get back home. Can you get me a gun? Come with me. Is there anything else you'd like to say, painter boy? Oh, it goes deeper than that, doesn't it? You're not only being unfaithful, but the two of you, you and Tate, you're planning something, aren't you? And something tells me that I'm the patsy. Better that you would never come here, Mr. Weaver. Benner, what's going on? Ah, Tate, good. What the hell are you talking about? Well, I'm glad you're both here. Now when Mr. Anderson returns, we can tell him the truth. I wouldn't advise that, you little bastard. Were you ever a good man, Tate? Oh, I doubt it. Penny, you've been a good woman, but something changed you. I don't know what. Any number of things. Well, Mr. Anderson is a good man. And you have a choice. Right now, you can rise to his level, or you can sink even lower. I said we can tell him the truth, and I meant it. We're all going to tell him the truth. You're crazy. Yeah, you know, most artists are. Well, that's fine, but you're also dead. Tate, no. Penny! Walter! Mr. Anderson! I'm sorry, son. I was a fool! <laughs> Mr. Anderson, I... <sighs> Walter, I'm... I'm sure glad you showed up. Well, we have Ted here from the paper to thank. He'll tell you the whole story. Oh, Walter. No, no, it's okay, my love, it's okay. He had you under his spell, too. I've been a fool, my husband. I love you, Walter. Uh, I love only you. Benny. I'm all right, Tate. I'm all right now. Walter will take care of me. I'm sorry about before, Walter. I, I had no call. It's all right, Tate. Well, I'll be going then. Where are you going, Tate? Well, someplace. I'll just get my things. You, you folks take care now. You sure? You sure you're going? Plenty of guys can do my job. And better in a lot of ways. Well, good luck to you, son. Good luck to you. Thank you, sir. Ma'am. <clears throat> hey, Walter. What do you want to do with this painting? Destroy it, I guess. Penny? Wake up, Penny. 
It's a brand new day. Oh. oh, Walter, tell me yesterday was a bad dream. Well, how about that's what we call it from now on? Because the less real we make it, the better off we'll be. Now, come on, come on. I got breakfast cooking. You're wonderful, Walter. Well. Oh, I'll get it. Morning, stranger. What can I do for you? Well, sir, quite frankly, I've come to see if you might like a commemorative painting done of your fine ranch here. New to the trade, but I saw a young man working his craft not long ago, and I became inspired. What's the matter there, sir? Gone awful quiet-like. Oh, now I didn't introduce myself. That's downright rude. Perkins is the name. Don Perkins. Why, just a few days ago, I was offering my services to the folks at the Double J Ranch, not far from you, as I understand it. I hope you'll let me in. New frequency. Signing off in three, two, one.